and welcome to another edition of the First and Orange Broncos podcast. I'm Kyle Fredrickson, joined by Ryan O'Halloran, and it is Monday night football week in the Mile High City. We're here to talk a little KC versus the Broncos. Ryan, Monday night, um, as a kid growing up, like, did you just like live for that? Getting home from school, getting to watch it. it was, you got some memories for me or something? Oh, well, I grew up in the Central Time Zone, so okay. Monday night football started at eight. I do remember it. I mean, um, I, I still love Al Michaels. Yeah, no doubt. The Sunday night game, but you know, the Monday night game was okay. How long can you stay up? And then <laughs> yeah. when I started covering the league in 04, they were still starting the games at like 9:07 Eastern, Man. and that, that was a, a tough deadline. But I mean, this is a stage where it's probably not as big a deal as it was back 10, 12, 4, 15 years ago for another generation of players. But I think once they get on the field on Monday, uh, they'll feel the adrenaline. Um, an obscure stat courtesy of the media relations teams out here. This will be the 27th consecutive season that Monday Night Football is in Denver. Uh, the longest active streak in the league. Shows you sort of what the Broncos represent to this league. Always some big-time primetime matchups, and we got ourselves one. Uh, a little divisional uh, test against just an unbelievable offense. Ryan, just uh, quick thoughts to before we start getting to some analysis. What do you think of this game? This is a this seems to be an incredibly tough test for these Broncos. Yeah, it's a tough putt, and particularly for the Bronco defense. But let's start with the Bronco offense. This Chiefs defense is like top two or three on third down a red zone. They're giving up a ton of yards, a ton, a ton of passing yards. If I'm Bill Musgrave, I come out and say, hey, I got to score 40 to win tonight. We're going to start chucking across the yard, taking advantage of their corners, taking advantage of the fact that Eric Berry, their all-pro safety, has now practiced is un- unlikely to make his season debut on Monday night. So I think the Broncos will be able to move the ball because Kansas City hasn't forced turnovers either. Uh, let's flip it over to the other side. Nobody has had an answer really for this Kansas City offense. They've they've bludgeoned teams in the first half this year, um, and then sort of taken the air out of the football over the last you know quarter and a half of the game. Thing with Kansas City, they can stress you so many ways. Watkins, Tyreek Hill, uh, Chris Conley's a good number three. Travis Kelsey leads the team in receptions as a tight end. You know Kareem Hunt out of the backfield. So they have so many things to account for that. If you're not on your details, one of those guys is going to pop open. Couple that with some just incredible play designs. Broncos gonna have their hands full on Monday night defensively. Yeah, and I wanted to double back a little bit on the Broncos' offense, and you mentioned some of the deficiencies defensively for Kansas City. This has to be a breakout game for Case Keenum for them to win, right? In terms yeah. of not turning the ball over, being successful, the Broncos uh, have 18 plays of 20 or more yards through three games, so they've shown that big playability. But what is it that hasn't allowed them to be consistent, or, or what is maybe a step forward they have to take in this game in that regard? Well, it's got to play a cleaner game. I mean, it's no turnovers and you know minimal penalties. They can't be getting a 15-yard penalty out of field goal range because you headbutted a guy after the whistle. Right. This is a big game for Garrett Bowles at left tackle. He was not very good against Baltimore. The same for Connor McGovern at right guard. Um, you know, Royce Freeman, you know, do you give him a little bit more run if you decide to go with a traditional run to set up the pass? Uh, but if I'm the Broncos, also what I think about is how can I steal a possession? If you're in the first half, if you're near midfield and got a fourth and two, maybe you have to try a fake punt. Uh, anything to create some momentum in that stadium and anything to keep that Kansas City offense off the field. 
Right, so it's an interesting coaching matchup as well. You've got Vance Joseph, uh, a guy who's in his second year with the Broncos. If he loses this one, if they lose on the Jets, the rumbling about his security uh, with the Broncos is going to ride and then rise. And then you've got Andy Andy Reid on the other side. What have you sort of made of, of Andy's ability to remake himself after what he did in Philadelphia and for how long he's been in Kansas City? I mean, he's he's getting close to what ten years out there, eight uh, eight years. Uh, I'm I'm trying to remember yeah, how six, long it'd be. Twentieth year total as a head coach. Okay. And really, you know, he had Donovan McNabb as a rookie, so he compared that to coaching Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, you know, it's he's not he has the job security to be bold. Not a lot of coaches would have traded Alex Smith, not knowing really what, if Patrick Mahomes was ready. It ended up working out so far. So, but the thing about great offensive coaches is they they don't try and fit a square peg into a round hole. They run plays, they drop plays that are fitting their uh, players' skill level. And you know, and one mis- misconception is that this is a Big 12 offense. This is not a Big 12 offense. This is a pro offense with some concepts that maybe teams do. I mean, even I asked Patrick Mahomes that. I said, you have a lot of plays from Texas Tech. He goes, not really. A lot of different – it's a different type of deal. Yeah. The only similarity is they will go empty backfield and once or twice just run five verticals. That's an air raid staple. So – but – Mahomes is running NFL offense, and he's running it very well. Right. So in an earlier edition of the First Orange podcast, we talked about the Broncos' secondary concerns. And if you're looking for more of a breakdown of what kind of Mahomes uh, is capable of doing and how the Broncos are hoping to defend it, you know, definitely be sure to check out that episode of the First and Orange. But defensively, something I wrote about this week, Ryan, was the Broncos' kind of fast start as a run defense. So take some of the statistics for what they're worth, being that a lot of the offenses haven't had to run the ball because they've been so successful airing it out, especially with these short passes. But the Broncos' ability to limit Marshawn Lynch and, and, and some of these other backs they've faced so far, uh, strong sign for this interior defensive lineman. Maybe Derek Wolf's health is, is something Broncos fans should be happy about. What, what else do you think about when you look at that run D? Well, I think Petko's been great. I think Gotts has been great, and, and Wolf has been healthy. So they've had a pretty good rotation, and they haven't even needed Demarcus Walker yet. He's been a healthy scratch all three games. But you hit it on the head. If I'm a team coming in here, why should I run it? Yeah. I mean, I can go first play, I'm going to go after 29, Bradley Roby. Then I'm going to go after <laughs> number 41, Yadam. Then I'm going to test these linebackers with play action. But, you know, I think the Chiefs are going in this game saying they want to get Kareem Hunt going a little bit. So, but, uh, I, you know, and ideally I think they want to become a little more balanced. But uh, if I'm them, I just throw it. Right, right. And so with that, we'll get to some of our predictions. If you couldn't tell by the tenor of our conversation here, not optimistic about the Broncos' chances. Ryan, I'll let you give your score first, and, and then I'll follow. Well, the over-under last time I saw was 55. If I was a bet man, I'd Ooh. pound that. <laughs> uh, of course, a, you're not a betting man. Yeah, not on pro football, but I got <laughs> Chiefs 42-35. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a you know a turnover that creates a touchdown. These are going to be two offenses. I think they're just going to move up and down the field. Um, I'm going to go a little bit in the same vein. I'll say the Chiefs hit 49. I'll say the Broncos go 31. Maybe not so close. Not what the Denver faithful want to hear. But with the way that they've been able to move the ball in Kansas City and and with some of Keenum's issues, uh, the interceptions, you just sort of wonder. Uh, this is sort of a boomer bust moment for him. I, I'm leaning towards bust at this point. Well, if you're saying 49. 
that's going to be the night the defense died. Oof. And that means the head man uh, is going to have to answer some questions on Tuesday. Gotcha. So, well, uh, for the sake of the Broncos, hopefully my prediction is wrong. Either way, a tough test ahead. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the First and Orange podcast. I'll sign off uh, for Ryan as well. We appreciate you listening in. Uh, in the meantime, before kickoff on Monday night, be sure to check out DenverPost.com. Uh, you can pick us up every day in the newspaper, and we will see you next time.